briefest of glances can start the biggest romances. Our eyes were doing the dances and they were making advances. When our eyes met, I was like, hey, now I bet that joke could be the one. Are you the one? Hello and welcome back to the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You the One podcast. I'm your host, Taylor. And I'm your sick co-host, Aubrey. Oh, what's wrong with Aubrey today? I'm set. I just told you. God damn it. <laughs> Be a better listener. This is why we're not a perfect match, Taylor. Oh, I don't... Let's just dive into it like we always do, because there's so much in this one. This one was... There was so much bullshit this episode, it was longer. That's why it was longer. There was so much bullshit. That's what I said. Be a better listener, Aubrey. It did feel like three whole episodes. <laughs> Whereas last week felt like zero episode, this week felt like too much episode. <laughs> right, like I felt, like I know that it has, it's a weekly format here, but I feel like they should have done something about this, where nothing <laughs> happened last week at all, and this week it we was We all just... know MTV can bend the space-time continuum if they wanted. Right, can't they just reshoot a week? Like, I don't get what the big deal is. <laughs> um, first, before we get into that, I have a question for you, Taylor. Okay. This is about processes. When I have to blow my nose, should I mute myself or not? Let's go with muting yourself. So let's let's start with the beginning. Right. I mean, so I want to get out in the open and talk generally really quick before we go piece by piece. I'll go for it. Because this felt so much more like the Are You the One I Know and Hate. It does. Like, we're back. It, it took does. four episodes, but we're finally back into the bullshit of it all. And who's bringing us there? It's Jonathan. Right. And other people. And most of the other people, as it turns out. But yeah, bring us into the beginning of this episode. So right at the beginning, we get Jonathan still being into Justin. Well, hold on. Can I? Because and... I finally figured out this quadrangle oh, thing. Well, I have it listed down here. Okay. You... No, go for so, it. So Basit thinks that they might be a match with Jonathan. Jonathan doesn't think so because Jonathan is very much attracted to Justin. Justin is turned off that Jonathan has become so possessive of Justin, so that Justin is now into Max, and Max is into Justin, so they really can just extricate themselves from the whole situation. Right, so it at at least, like, ends somewhere with Max, who's reciprocating. It would be fucking hysterical if Matt was into Bissett. That would be perfect. I just, I'm glad we have reached, well, this at least is what I thought was going to be the exhausting part of this season. Where it's like, oh, oh, yeah, these four guys who just can't do it. You just can't. Well, yeah. Um, Three guys. Is it not four? Because we got Jonathan Bassett. Well, I don't know. Justin, yeah, I'm assuming you're using guys in a gender neutral sort of way. Oh, fair enough. Got me there. Um, four folks. <laughs> four folks. I love it. Three folk. Um. Yeah, do, so, so do we want to dive into, we start with Justin and Max making out in the closet, which also I'm realizing as I say that aloud now, the imagery of queer season of Are You the One having guys make out in the closet. But I, Very great. But they're super into it uh, until so Jonathan it. comes in and it's, it's just so hot. super it, awkward. Yeah, it's so awkward. Um, well, hold on. So first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all. There is a great line said right after the making out. Okay. Uh, where Max looks at Justin and says, so what pants are you going to wear? <laughs> so then, you know, they, the Mac, or Justin goes into the kitchen and Jonathan is like, were you kissing Max? 
and like to their credit, at least they're super direct about this one. Um, well, so Justin says yes, and then Jonathan goes off, and like they were never together. Like, yeah, it's just the whole thing no, is not so even weird. they were never together. It's no, just no, weird. no, it's not. It's so weird because not even were they never together. Justin has given every single like physical indication that he does not like Jonathan. For example, when John went to kiss Justin, Justin turned his head away. Oh, I forgot about that. And then uh, Justin has also given a lot of verbal uh, sort of signs that he's not interested. Like, when Jonathan talked about how great and how much he liked him, Justin's response was, that's nice. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, no, Justin has definitely not done, at least in the version of events we've seen, anything to really lead Jonathan on. To think right. that, like, there's more here than there is, which is the same amount of sexual tension everybody in the house has with each other. Right. He picked him for one day, which was a mistake. I'll give him that. And he was doing it just to be shitty, but he picked up for one day and it was such an awkward, uncomfortable, unhappy day that I don't know how there's any confusion left in Jonathan's mind. I, so I'll be honest, like I don't, and I don't want to get into this too early, but I don't hate really anybody in this whole weird clusterfuck of stuff. Because I, I, I don't know, I feel for them. And like Jonathan, I don't get why he had such a strong reaction to this. Um, but I don't know. I thought him punching the wall was adorable. That was the funniest thing. I don't know. Is, is he yells at um, Justin for ignoring an emotional connection for a purely physical one, which is literally what he's doing with Basit and Justin. Oh, um, Jonathan's got to figure some shit out. That's right. That's where I'm at I with just, that one. I, I feel like we couldn't leave the hypocrisy unmentioned. Fair enough. I was gonna let that one come up later, but um, I don't oh, know. Jonathan's so just later. very obviously still got some shit to figure out. I think very obviously has some shit to figure out. So so now is to... now is when I did want to talk about Nor and Amber because it's okay. just a brief little reminder that we get where it's like, yep, they're still together. They still think yeah. they're a perfect match. It's at this moment I was like, oh, they're probably going to go into the truth booth together. That was honestly my thought. I, when I saw the scene, I was thinking it was either like a reminder that they still exist because we're not going to see them for a while, or they're going to become a major topic of the episode. Because there would be yeah, no, no reason to see that they, otherwise. This show never, this show is fine to let you forget about people. That's true. Uh, I, I'll make a note of that later on in this episode, even. <laughs> um, so then we get. Kai and Jenna. Right. And I will say, before we even get into anything, Kai has some very cute Harry Potter glasses on. Yeah, I noticed those. Those were fun. Um, so, so oh, here's, here, we get to a part of this episode that I didn't like, and it happens a couple times, I think twice even, because Jenna is dumping Kai, and it's not an are you the one MTV, like, over the top dumping. Like, yeah, they're, they're both emotional, like, they yell, like, whatever. They're... But it feels uncomfortably like a normal breakup. Totally, and I don't agree. like watching it. Jenna was just so direct about like what she was feeling and why she was feeling it, and Kai like very obviously, genuinely cares for Jenna. 
Um, right, he was heartbroken. Yeah, and, you know, like, yeah, they fought, and Kai, I think, came out on the worst end of it, for sure. But also, like, I get it. Like, right. you know, he... So Kai accuses Jenna of reasoning them out of their life, which is, like, <laughs> which... that is fair. Like, that is exactly what happened. But also... Right, like, but, like here's the thing, is it was reasonable, though. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, they reasoned you out of their life, but that's... This was in a situation where someone's the, reasoning you out of their life with, like, mental gymnastics and doing backflips to make sure that you guys can't be together. This is her finally taking a look at, like, the field of flags the two of you have left behind and being like, oh, no. Yeah, like, oh, shit. Looks like this open relationship thing might be a constant issue for us. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and also yeah, her I, I just, I didn't the... enjoy it. Because it just felt uncomfortable and, like, watching real people break up and that's not something I want to watch. No, I agree with that. It def Like, you can't relish in it because somebody's being shitty the same way you could if somebody was being shitty. Right! Um, and then... But I don't know. I think it was Jenna, nice, too, to get to see, like, a completely different side of Are You The One almost, where, like, Kai would be the person who last season constantly repeats how they're not a player and then does shitty things. But, but like, it's different on this season. Because Kai, Kai isn't a player, I genuinely believe. Like, they just see relationships differently. And they're incredibly consistent about it. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I, here's the thing. is last season, it would have involved both of them screaming at each other for, like, ten minutes. And then he would have gone and punched a wall and broke something. And she would have gone and sat in the bathroom and cried for the rest of the night. And then they would have been back together tomorrow. Because that's what Are You The One is like. Mm -hmm. And in this situation, we got sort of a very, very dimmed down version of that. Where Kai was sort of... Well, no. No. We honestly didn't. Because so then Jenna goes off to dance and, and make out with Remy. And Remy's like, I'm fine to be used. Right. Like, so, I, yeah, I don't want to rush through this one too much, honestly. Because I think it... The the way this went down made it seem like it was going to break from the typical pattern, like you say. And as we know, by right. the end of this episode, we found them again. Don't worry. Like, well, we're good but so on here, those patterns. Here's what but... I was really sort of going to. is like, you know, Jenna goes to Remy. It's very clear that she does this intentionally. Like, Oh, of course. You could say, oh, he was the closest. No, it was an intentional thought out thing. I mean, she um, probably likes Remy. She knows he'd be down. And like, like Remy said, use me. I'm not getting hurt out of it. Like Remy's right, just but also it's the it. guy that Kai slept with. Also very true. <laughs> I forgot about um, that. Right, that's why it's so intentional. <laughs> I forgot about and that then completely. Here's the thing: is Kai is standing there watching them, being like, "This sucks because she's mad at me, but I don't mind that she's making out with another guy." Basically. Oh, Kai was already ready to forgive them, and it's just such an internally consistent thing right. where it's like it, it really shows that infidelity in his mind is not a thing per se or at the very least way. not a super big deal like it's something you shouldn't do but shit happens and like they'll understand right. because it literally like, like it's just shit just happened and they did understand which i was so ready to call them out for not doing right that's yeah that was exactly what he sort of said about like when he fucked remy he was like you know she'll understand if she's my perfect match and then he understood because he thinks he's her perfect match. <laughs> and she went which and fucked Remy, wild. too. Well, not fucked him, but... I mean, I'm sure if she did, he would have been like, knock, knock, can I join? 
<laughs> Anyways, yeah. so we see Kai basically be done with the whole fight and that he's like moved past it. And we cut right to the challenge. Right. Um, which is, I have titled, Sliding into the DMs. You see, once again, you titled it what I think they wanted you to. And I called it Shooting Your Shot. Because Terrence said something to that effect. Um, I, like the, I like this naming convention. I go with the actual name. You go with the funny name. I mean, I, neither of us laughed when I said it. I don't think it's funny. So much as something dumb Terrence said. Um, I mean, that's what I like. Um... So, apparently, at some point, the house got pulled on who's the most desirable. Which I'm curious which if they... Am- I, I'm curious if they used that phrasing, or if, like, do they, mean, do they mean the hottest, or do they mean the most dateable? Like, what is... I'm curious what that meant to everybody, most desirable, yeah, you same. know? I wonder if they used the word most desirable, because it's such sort of a vague term. That's what I mean. Like, I'm wondering if the, the sheet said, like, who's the hottest, and had you, like, rank everybody zero to ten or something or if it was like who would you most want to date or if they literally just said most desirable figure it out yeah because i mean when they said this these are not who i was expecting same i was expecting justin because everyone's talked about how hot justin is also everybody's Um, attracted to kai like if it's a physical thing everybody's attracted to kai um so it, it must not have been a physical question or at least not solely. I don't know. And I'm not knocking Amber and Jenna. I like both of them. No, they're but, both really pretty, um, which is the gay way of saying attractive. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the format of the challenge then is that everybody has to create from word buckets. And we've had some different strategies going into it. So, oh so Nora's strategy was, I'm going to pick the word person because Amber's a person. And fly. I saw the word fly, so I'm going to pick that, too. Uh, Carrie just went for vulgarity. Uh, Kai did literally the smartest thing in the house, which is, oh, I know what Jenna likes, so I'll pick up a pickup line that would pick up Jenna. Someone else was trying, like, they weren't the only person with the intention of, oh, I'll try and make something they like. Kai just actually knew what, I guess Jenna's easy and likes cake. Yeah, that's the thing. As, as Nor said that, that was she, that's what she was doing. She said she picked fly because Amber liked something, or Amber did something. Because a fly landed on her yesterday, and she's a person. So fly person, right. like, it's a, It's our secret code that I've never told anyone about, including her. So, anyways, we get to the winners. So Amber gets to pick first, and she picks Carrie, because she liked the vulgarity. Uh-huh. And Paige. Honestly. Um, because apparently, no, go ahead. Nor thought... You're a fly person would work. Wait, is that actually what it was? Because yes. I just made something up with the two words. No, you're a fly person. Oh, no. She honestly should have just done something like, it's me, dummy. Or, you know, like, there's obviously not going to be a card that says nor. But if I saw one that I was dating a person in the house and one of the pickup lines was, it's me, I would pick that one. Yeah. Um. But then we have Jenna making her picks. and Right. So the very first <laughs> one she picks is she's like, oh, there's like two of my favorite things in one pickup line. I'll pick it. And Kai's like, it's a me, Waluigi. And Jenna, oh, I felt bad for her a, a little bit. But I was mostly laughing. But I felt it bad for hysterical. her a little bit. It was hysterical. And it was funny because Kai looked almost like surprised. I like, can't I believe like that worked. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like part of part of Kai's mind was like, oh, it's so obvious that it'll be me because I know so much about her that she won't pick it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, nope. She was like, oh, that's perfect for me. You know, Kai was as surprised that it worked, I think, as Nor was that it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it gets better, too, though, because who's the second person that Jenna picks? Remy! <laughs> <laughs> the throuple is back, baby! Oh, it's such a good date. That's so funny. If it's, it wasn't for I, the fact that there's production no could way, not even have planned it this well. That's what I mean. If it wasn't for the fact that there was literally no way for them to have set this up, <laughs> I would have accused them of setting this up because it's right. too perfect. Oh, 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 that was okay. Okay. Um, and this is one of those moments where I'm like, you know, okay, obviously Jenna and Kai are going to go in; they're the obvious choice. But also, like, I, I this was one of those moments where I'd be like. Can I just slide Kai and Remy into the thing? Because I still have a suspicion. <laughs> I do have a serious <laughs> suspicion there, too. <laughs> Plus, like, right. okay, so both Kai and Remy have now made out with the same person, too. Right. We're tunnel buddies, almost. Okay, so pre-date, post-challenge. We get the weirdest fucking fight. Are we talking about Nor getting super aggressive out of nowhere? Yes. Like, so first of all, Paige says almost nothing. Yeah. Paige is like, oh, yeah, like, I really can't wait to get to know Amber. And Nora's like, you better not, bitch. Um, and Paige is like, well, clearly I am because I'm going on a date with her. And then Nora suddenly starts calling her a tall ass bitch and like an ostrich and shit. This wasn't a good episode for Nora. It was just such a weird direction to go because it was just like. This weird fifth grade level bullying insults right. kind of stuff. And like, Bes- honestly, put it perfectly for me, which is like, I can get being annoyed that you're the person you think is your perfect match is going to go on a date with someone. And I can get even kind of like being a little testy. Yeah, like I get being just, territorial. At this point, you're just being a fucking bully and that's not you. And not even a good bully is the thing. It's like when people are being shitty on the show, I'm used to more almost. And like, like it doesn't help that insulting pa- comments, right? And like Paige also super doesn't take the bait, which makes it seem even dumber what Nora is saying. Also, I, she's right no, about like, her neck; it is high fashion. Oh, that that, that comes later, bitch. I know no, it does. Bitch, that comes later. You can't say that yet. Fine. That was such a that was such a fucking moment. I was like, this bitch is my queen for life. This neck is high fashion, and it is. It is. She's totally Ugh. right. I want her to be a model. Ugh. Plus, Sorry. like these are people that you have to assume have gotten bullied their whole lives for whatever reason. Like, y- you think you think she doesn't know how to deal with this shit, right? Also, Paige could so fully go on America's Next Top Model. Like, who knows if she'd win it? That's a whole different game. But, like, she has that look of, like, high fashion, sleekness, and all that shit. Well, and, I, like, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, and this should lead us into the date, I guess. But Paige and Amber seem so much more... Nor is apparently mean, is just what I'm gonna say. And yeah. from what I've seen of Amber this episode, she seems really nice. Amber's so sweet. Okay, so, so before we get into the date, because I'm not ready to go there quite yet. Okay. Because we get the announcement about prom before the date happens. Right. Sure. And we learn that it's a queer pond, that everyone's going to be gender bending. 
And I will say, I think this is maybe the first time all season we've actually seen Asia speak. Who? Like, I know, that I'm being extra, and I know that we've heard her speak before at matchup ceremonies. But, like, this is, like, her first, like, real screen time. <laughs> I mean, my who wasn't a joke. Like, I can't picture. I think you're also... Because her name isn't Asia, because that was last season. It's Asia. Asia? Okay. Yeah. It's double A-S-H-A. Yeah. It's like, oh, Basit and Asia have an announcement. And it's one of those mo- moments where you're like, if this was a TV show, I'm pretty sure she's retconned in here. <laughs> like, she's the villain of the episode. Because we've never seen her before, and now everyone's just pretending like she's always been here. Is she who was standing next to Basit? Yes! Oh! Yes! I've totally seen her around. Yeah, she's always in the background. <laughs> I don't want to be mean to her for not being present, but yeah, no, no I, know I mean, it's, it's, honestly, it's probably a good sign. It means she hasn't been overly shitty or dramatic. Um, fair enough. So are you, are you ready to run into this date? Uh, yeah, I am. Because I have a clip that's going to lead us into this. Uh, okay. And it's actually a clip from our show because oh, no. I fucking called it. So then we get to the date. Yes. It's the same one as last time. It's just, it's just, oh, they're in the open ocean? Cool. Fun. <laughs> Thanks. Neat. Next episode, they're going to swim with sea turtles. And then they're going to fucking end up swimming with sharks. The fourth going to be the aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> Guess where we went on a date? The open fucking ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have in my notes in parentheses, uh, swimming with X is going to be the new bar. <laughs> yep. No, it totally is. And this one, it was at fucking night. We couldn't even see anything. It was just dark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Although Carrie did say something. Oh, no, not Carrie. Um, Amber said something great, which was, I didn't even know what a manta ray was. I mean... I'm not even going to falter for that. She could be from Indiana for all I know. No, I just, it was a great quote. Um, I just, I so, love that we decided that, you know, we've been in the ocean a couple times. How can we spice this up? Oh, I know. Let's turn off all the lights and see what the ocean looks like. Ocean. That'll make great that makes TV. great TV. Yeah, exactly. Ah! Um, um, so let's talk about the weirdness that is we only get to see two of the dates. Well, and we find out why we missed one of them at the end, but it is weird that the there is a third just missing date pairing. Yeah, I guess it's because they're just not important. Honestly, the episode was already an hour long. An hour, like, yeah. That's why. That, that is probably why. And it was, it was Carrie and Amber that we didn't see, right? Yeah, Carrie and Amber. And, and we didn't see Remy and Jenna. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we found out why about that later. So I want to start out the date just... Right with the good part, which is Jenna looking so stressed. Oh, <laughs> like when it so when it stre- opens up and they're sitting on the boat and we're not seeing them swimming with manta rays because it's fucking nighttime out. Well, so we see Amber, Paige, and Carrie all like hugging and cuddling on their side, uh-huh. <laughs> and then we see Remy drinking. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> like Jenna slightly pressed against him. With a solid, like, three inches between her and Kai. And she just has the look of someone who's just witnessed a murder. Also, Remy and Jenna, I'm pretty sure, were not really facing the same direction. Like, they were touching, but... No! It was more like we need to be in the same shot touching than it is we like each other touching. 
He was like, um, excuse me, can I just go to the other side of the boat? I know I'm here with Jenna, but that side just looks a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, when we made out last night, you weren't hurting me with this, but this is hurting. This is so awkward. This is painful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was so, so uncomfortable to watch. I Um, I just love Jenna's face, which was just flat. It was just nothing. It was, it was, I need to make it through the next four hours of this. (laughs) And I like Jenna a lot, honestly. I love her. But, oh, God, that was so funny. Um, oh, it was just so painful. Okay, so can we now get to the point where, so whenever it rains on the show, production tends to just move the dates inside. Sure. Not this time. They were like, you fuckers got to sit outside. This is great TV. Oh, and it starts, I, I, I'm not going to touch the rain yet, because Jenna and Kai have a conversation, uh, which is basically the same one they've already had. Which is just yeah. Jenna saying, I see all these red flags. And it's like, you're super hot, but that's not a relationship. And then Kai's like, I disagree. But I love you. I love you. She's like, all right, fine. We'll fuck. She's like, I do like that feeling. And then, and then right as they start screaming at each other, the fucking rain pours down on them. Again, like, <laughs> and then I can just picture just start- that producer sitting by the monitor just jizzing all over everything. <laughs> Because it's just so perfect. Fucking Emmy over this. I want to fucking Emmy. (laughs) That's why it's an hour long. They wanted to get everything. They need that Emmy. Well, how long does it have to be to qualify for the awards, right? Got to get that. (laughs) Got to get that runtime up. Exactly sixty-one minutes. Now it's a feature film. You're welcome. (laughs) So I. Oh, also, also, they talk about what is. Just, just, just an example of how shitty they are for each other. Which this isn't like a thing that's wrong with either one of them. Mm-hmm. It is what's wrong with both of them together. Yeah, it's which is. Go ahead. Jenna said something that made Kai upset. Kai, uh, she she asked for space. Kai gave her space, but was upset. Like those two things are reasonable. Great. Jenna then got upset that she made Kai upset, which then made her upset. So then Kai was upset that now Jenna was upset that Kai's upset. And then Jenna's now upset. And it's just, it's a vortex. Yep. Yeah, no, the, Jenna and Kai are just this massive feedback loop of, of... Shitty emotions and also lust of all emotions, honestly. Mostly lust, though. Lust and pain. I mean, and like, I like both of them, honestly. I don't, like, I wouldn't let Kai date my daughter. I don't agree with that outlook wow. on relationships. That's the kind of person you are. I am. Uh, but I would be friends with Kai. I would, I would <laughs> enjoy every story they have to tell me about their love life. Oh, I, yeah, being Kai's friend must be exciting. And just in a, a whole variety of ways. And also, Jenna, I too. Would... I just couldn't be friends with both of them at the same time if they were still talking to each other. Oh, no, no. And you're going to have to edit this out. But, um... Holy fuck, if this didn't send me flashbacks of the end of, of Connor and Lorraine. Oh my god. Uh, hit your microphone three times. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know I write that. No, you were totally right about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, then we go to Amber and Paige's date, which is much shorter and much sweeter. Because you mean Amber Paige and- is like- Oh yeah, it was Amber and Paige. I wrote Jenna for some reason. Because Paige is like, hey, I know that you and Nora are a thing, but, you know, I said I was going to try and kiss you, so here's my attempt at trying to kiss you. 
which is such a cute way of doing it. Right. And I, again, I appreciate with this cast on the whole, they are very direct about what they're thinking. Like it's just, that's the easiest possible. You're in a, you're in a house where the whole thing is about fucking each other. I was going to try and put it tactfully, but there's no reason to. Like, but also, and this is the first season that I've ever been like, I don't think there's been a moment in this season where I've been like, that person seems maybe a little bit too drunk to maybe consent. Uh, I've not had that this season. I've had that on past seasons. Also true. Where I'm, where I'm like, mm, they seem a little too drunk, and no one's asking questions. And this season is all very about consent, and I love it. It is. It's and and so back to the situation. Amber oh, right. is super nice and like she's so cute. She doesn't. She's an excellent diplomat about the whole thing, honestly, because right. she obviously does want to get to know Paige and like. Doesn't and she wants want, to kiss her. And, and even if, like, I don't even know how much she did or didn't want to kiss her, but she doesn't want to make Paige feel bad. Um, but she also wants to keep her promise to Nor. And, like, it's, it's just such a, a healthy, normal fucking thing. Like, I'm really I'll, looking I'll forward to seeing... I'll kiss you on your seeing... cheeks and your forehead and your nose. It was cute. It was cute. And, and Paige was very gracious. She was like, oh, thank you. This is all I've ever wanted. Well, because Paige knows that, like, she's right. in a relationship with Nor. Like, right. Paige isn't here to actually be an adult asshole. and healthy, and I loved it. Yeah, no, they. I am really hoping we'll get to see more of the two of them as Nor sort of falls out of the picture for Amber. Woo! Um, God, I hope so. So, can we go to queer prom? Yes, now it's queer prom time. God, I wish I could go to queer prom. So, first of all, wow, wow, wow. There's there's announcement. Okay. Dion Slay is coming. <laughs> She's here. She's entered the building. You've you've skipped so far into this. I'm still no, adjusted no. in Max flirting. No, hold on. No, this is so much more important than all of that. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so Dion's like, I'm skipping over all of like sort of the emotional stuff because we're gonna have to backtrack through all of it. Dion's is fine. And I love everyone sort of cross-dressing in their own shitty, like homemade cross-dress ways. Love it. Very cute. It's adorable. Dion Slay fucking struts out and she is pounding the runway with those heels and that dress it wasn't even a dress actually it was like a fucking bladed leotard i think is what they called it i don't know Uh, oh my god queen amazing she looked great uh and also you're gonna talk about how surprisingly um, good jonathan pulled off drag yeah no we'll get to that because again this is about nothing else but Dion. sorry sorry my bad i keep trying to include other things in there dion fuck you um (laughs) you know what i feel about drag queens uh so and then and then so here's what i will say is is in the confessional we get to see dion slay by herself and the lighting in the confessional is homophobic because <laughs> because here's the thing and because i listen to a lot of drag queens talk about shit um not poop i hope <laughs> um specifically lighting for drag queens is different than lighting for normal humans how um because of how much, like, stuff they have on, like, if you, like, directly light their face and shit to, like, do it. Y- did you see how, ba- like, how different of a color Deontay's f- face was than the rest of her body? And how it looked caked with makeup? I just noticed that it was either raining or so sweaty. That's the thing. It, 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 and, like, and you looked at, like, her in the house. Um, She looked great because that's sort of the lighting that drag queens will paint for is sort of normal vast exposure lighting all right let's go back to the beginning 
<laughs> so this was this was like our express tour through Dion Slay. And now I can talk about Justin and Max pre queer prom when they're flirting with each other and justin's like okay princess i'll ask you yes i love them so cute that was very cute and then my next note is honestly just in the middle of the fucking party when asia jumps into the middle of that whole thing well and then my favorite thing is after she leaves justin and max just go back to dancing with just each other and they look so genuinely into one another and i love it oh they're super feeling each other and like i hope they're a match I don't feel strongly either way with them yet. I think they're definitely a cute couple, but I don't... Yeah. I don't know. I just just love their puppy dog glove, and I want it to be real. Um, It would free up Jonathan to figure out his shit. Um, Also, so Justin wearing a dress doesn't even look like he's wearing a dress, to be fair. Because it's like a sports dress kind of thing. I didn't... I did not notice that he was wearing a dress. Yes! It's a dress! And it just, it looks like a fucking regular-ass tank top on him. I bet there was nothing, uh, like, big enough to look like a dress on him, that it was just all gonna be tight. Yeah. Um, Danny also looks, like, good. I mean, Danny's in, in his, his element here, though. He's not a queen, but he's a cross Right, we've seen Danny dress as a woman multiple times. Yeah, this is, that's weird. He's in his element with this one. <laughs> Also, we got to see his ass, which was nice. I mean, not, like, clearly, because they have to pixelate it, but still. Always a fun. Um, so, we're going to roll. This was sort of a weird order to do it in, but I want to roll back the clock to, like, Jonathan and Basit dragging up together. Um, yes. And how surprisingly good Jonathan looked in drag. And how... I'm assuming that Basit helped him with his makeup. Which, by the way, makes Basit John's drag mom. <laughs> i love that that's just, just funny to me i really enjoyed them being able to sort of bond over that yes and so then and we sort of get to see the second half of the conversation after prom or like later on in prom where Basit is talking about how no sorry where john is talking about how what he wanted was someone to really like open his horizons and like see the world with him and how Basit does that just here in this house mm-hmm. yeah no that was another really nice like i don't know over the course of this party i was getting more and more team jonathan Basit and like oh yeah jonathan's got it like this is right. it like he's really like, he's, it, seeing, it was funny he's I thought... seeing it right for the first time where he's like oh yeah right. Basit like, like might actually work with me yeah because so so in the past episodes Basit has clearly had a thing for jonathan and i never really got it but i i I mean i understood that that's how they felt but i didn't get why um and i also thought like you know you can't force him to open up to things he's not ready to open up to but in this episode we gotta see sort of slowly drag jonathan there pun intended it wasn't forced it was just a slow drag pun intended Uh, drag um and you know that that was really great and i think that was really really what jonathan needed to sort of be willing to open his horizons i thought Mm -hmm. Um, well and basit does seem like the kind of person who's sort of happy to be a a teacher and a guide for someone where where jonathan and again i'm getting ahead of ourselves a little bit um but jonathan i think really genuinely just was ignorant and needed to learn and wanted to learn and like over the course of this episode i think we've seen that like Jonathan isn't a problem. He's just got some 
he had some learning to do and maybe has a little bit more, but right. Like, I don't know, but it seemed very good and healthy and great. And also beyond good. It's an okay drag name. That's definitely a first drag. It's name. a first drag name, but the drag itself wasn't bad. Good time with no, the, the drag sit. Itself was we're, good. I think we're lingering on this one a little bit, but I also love bearded drag. I will say that. Um, so then we get to the biggest part of the party. I would argue. I would. I have argued. Uh, shut up. That got edited out. Uh, <laughs> uh, nor after all her shittiness and possessiveness and undeserved jealousy. Fucking makes out with Kylie. Right. Right. And it's not like one kiss and then she's like, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. It's she makes out with her and then she's like, oh, I'm getting in trouble, but I'm just going to kiss you again and does it like a couple times. Nor really lost me this episode. Like I nor went from like someone who I genuinely liked to someone who I'm like, mm, okay, bye. This is so like Jonathan last episode put himself on watch. Nor is on like ultra watch now. Nor's on probation. Sure. Whatever is this, whatever is this the stronger term. Because because here's the thing is Jonathan never got pushed out of our favor. He just got pushed right to the edge and had the chance to sort of take a step back. And he did. Uh huh. Nor got pushed right the fuck off. Oh, she she's is... off the island. She now has to swim back on. And if it was just the making out thing, it would be one thing. But she consistently throughout this episode was just brutal to Paige for no reason. I mean, she had a reason, but it was a bad one. <laughs> That's, that, yeah, yep. Um, so yeah, now the whole date returns to the party, which is sort of a fun I part we don't usually get to see. submission for a title. Okay. Uh, so, so, so we get the date returning. Basit says, how was the date? And Remy just sort of goes, mm. And then Basit goes, oh no. As Kai and Jenna are making out on the floor, and Basit says, that's a yikes, yikes, yikes. Yep. Ah, oh, that was such a good line. That is a like The last thing you want to see is that. That's a... So yeah, that, that's, my, that's my first submission and my favorite submission for title. That's also my favorite submission. That was the, this wasn't a very quotable episode, but Basit once again comes in and saves the day. And it, it's so much better, too, that they were not only making out on the floor, but they were arguing about who's more dysfunctional while making out on the floor. Yeah, they're like, no, you're the one. Oh, my God. And everyone, like, it's a collective house eye roll. <laughs> oh, how could you not? And Amber, not? poor Amber, is so happy to be home. And she's and and oh, Nor has the fucking audacity to say, "Oh, did you kiss Paige?" Because you know she wanted Amber to say yes, so that she could turn it around on Nor or on Amber. Oh, Nor was Nor had to be hoping that Amber fucked it up too, instead of do it exactly right like she did. Um. So then, uh, the one minuscule thing we'll give to Nora is at least she told Amber instead of letting the house. Well, and I will say, like, and that is, again, one of the differing things from previous seasons is, you know, this is the shittiest person's behavior so far, and they at least owned up to it right away. Like, it's not a lot of credit, but it is something. It's at least a credit. Yeah, like, it's... She needs 30 to graduate, but she got one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then, oh, Amber has another great line. Um... Where she said, I was only gone for a few hours, and you do some thoughty-ass shit. Like, that's <laughs> fucked up. 
Um, and some thoughty ass shit is also a is also a contender for title. Some thoughty ass shit is pretty good. Jenna yeah. also throws out a good one too, which is just I fucked it up. <laughs> I feel like that may have been a title before, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is a reoccurring theme. Uh, um, and so then Amber, after hearing what Nora did, she just she does the most reasonable and adult and mature thing I've seen on this show consistently, <laughs> and she walks away. Yeah, and like she doesn't just turn and walk away. She literally tells Nora, like, "Oh, I need time and space, so I'm going to walk away." Like, please don't follow me. And then Nor does. And she's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to see your face right now. So prom's done. And we get just a great shot of the chicken in the house. And I have to wonder, who, who had to go out and get that chicken to bring it into the house? <laughs> they sent a PA to the chicken store and it's like, no, no, it's going to be a great shot. You don't understand. It's worth it. <laughs> so then um, also we get sort of what I want to talk to you and will lead us into the truth booth, which is... A big fight that happens over something that we start saying, which is Jenna Remy versus Jenna Kai. Yeah. Who descend into the truth booth. So I want to talk about these two philosophies a little bit. Because the two big yeah. the two big teams are Jenna and Kai are obviously not a match. So why are we wasting our time with it? Versus Jenna and Kai need their shit sorted out for them. If we don't do this, it's going to be a constant problem. Well, there's also... A, a kind of third team, which is much smaller and consists of like two people, which is Jenna and Kai are consistently drawn to each other. Maybe that's love. Oh, well, yeah, that's a stupid opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that was like two people. Um, so what's your vote? Who would you vote for? I agree that it's a waste of a matchup, that they are obviously not a match and you'd be better served putting other people in the box. But we've all also seen the episode, and I'm going a little ahead of ourselves here, but when Remy calls them out on not splitting up, if we didn't have a confirmed no match, he probably would have seemed like an asshole for doing that. But the fact that we know that they're not a match by sending them into the truth booth, it gives that argument power at the very least. And that's where I am on it. So for me... um. You know, maybe if we had, like, another contender for, like, a really strong relationship, maybe. Um, but we don't. And here's the thing, is if Jenna and Remy go in and they're a no match, in Jenna and Kai's mind, that's proof that they could be together. I agree. And that's why it said, that's why it had to be Jenna and Kai. And that's, I guess that's really what I was trying to say, is that if you don't straight up tell them they're a no match, they absolutely will not break up. If you tell them they right. are a no match, they still might not, but it's a guarantee versus a maybe. Like, it's going right. to be a problem either way. And at least now they won't sit together. That's honestly the most important thing. They, they, will, they will be together, but at least they won't sit together at matchup ceremony. That's anymore. true. It, it's still jamming up the house, but it, I, think th I think they made the right decision. And I get why people are mad and how they see it was a waste of a matchup. Because it was. But, but also... Yeah, there was never not going to be a waste this week, to be fair. But yeah, there was really no way to, it, or more so, it was either going to be a waste now or a waste of something else later, you know? You were right. going to waste something. Um, so, we, so we get to the pre-truth booth. Uh, Nor continues to be shitty towards Paige when she fucking made out with another girl. Right, and like, this is, so okay, you were being a bully towards Paige when you were feeling defensive and angry. Not a good excuse, but an excuse. Now why are you being shitty to Paige? Like, 
Because she's still defensive. Because she still feels like she is entitled to Amber. I don't know. And the whole wifey thing is uncomfortable. Right. Um, right. But anyway. So it's, it's gross. It, it reminds me of past seasons of the show. Um, but anyway, so they're obviously not a match. Going into it, it was kind of sad. Jenna, I have another good quote from her, which is just, it's a lose-lose for me. Which is not something you usually hear going into the truth booth, I feel like. Yeah. You're usually really hoping for something. You are. Oh, also, I am submitting This Neck is High Fashion as a title. Oh, that is a um, really good one. It is. Um... But also, the entire no-match ceremony, my sort of thought was, could you imagine if it said match? <laughs> I could have, and it would have been fucking great. Because the two it of them been... being a couple would have been the saddest, funniest, saddest thing. Yeah. So then we get to see the best thing ever, which is Carrie throwing a chair. Right. When it says no match. <laughs> and then Noah's ah! just like, I feel ya. <laughs> It was, uh, and also, Carrie posted the gif of that on her Twitter, which I love. Oh, it's just so funny. It was such a great moment of just, like, it's just such a, it's like such a, an isolated moment of violence. Oh, it's good. Um, and so then they both come back, they're both crying and separated. Remy has a great line, which is he cups Jenna's face and says, Jenna, look at me. This is clarity. <laughs> Which, this is clarity. Another great line. Look at me. <laughs> I'm the match now. <laughs> uh, then we get to see a quick shot of everyone sleeping. So weird that we have recordings of that. Yeah. Um, although we do get to see Justin and Max cuddling together, which I do love. Um, and then Kai and Jenna sneak off to go fuck in the boom boom room. Like, good for them, I guess. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Cool. Like, we've seen this before. This is the plot line that happens- At least they did it when everyone was asleep. This is still the plot line that happens every season, though, and it's just, you know? I know. I've seen this. I know, I know, I know. Um, so, I'm gonna- I'm starting to sort of speed up, because I just don't give a shit. Also, there's just so much in this one. Like, if we don't keep it moving, we won't finish. Uh, so, Jenna, Carrie, and Kai are being a thruple on the couch and just cuddling all together. And Remy calls them out. This was also a real props. episode of Threpples, too. Like, this is our, I feel like, third mention of Threpple already in this episode. It, this was a Threpple-heavy episode. Also, the game's not built for that, guys. You can't do this. Like, I get that we're the sexually fluid season or whatever, but the, the rules are not built for Threpples. Please don't. So, anyways, hold on. So, so Remy calls them out for calling. And Kai and Jenna both try and pull the, oh, we're no, we're just friends now kind of thing. And Remy is fully prepared for it. And it's just like, you can say that, but that's fucking bullshit and you're liars. Which again, like, if we didn't know that they fucked last night, he might have seemed like an asshole. But he's just totally right. right. Like, right. kudos for not letting them <laughs> lie to his face. Right. Um, so then we get Brandon and Jonathan a conversation. Uh, which is Brandon congratulating Jonathan on working on uh besits pronouns which is great uh-huh that's actually like really good and it really does show that he doesn't want to be an asshole yeah, which is great because brandon too also fucks up his pronoun and like i think that's what makes him mention in the first place that he realizes like oh shit i got it wrong and you got it right good job yeah this is different from last week <laughs> and then we get to see danny 
wearing a skirt to the matchup ceremony. Good for him. I, I honestly put that one closer to kilt. That was almost circling back into like straight up manly, you know? I would have worn that. Yeah. You're not exactly manly, Taylor. My secret's out. <laughs> oh, sorry. Everyone here thought you were mask. I've been talking like this the whole time. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, so, wait. Hold on. So we're at the matchup oh, ceremony, so, right? So we start with Jonathan, and everyone's prepared. Everyone's ready for a great matchup ceremony, and Jonathan picks Brandon. Wait, I'm sorry, what? I'd already written down Jonathan and Basit. Basit. Me too. Like, I was Basit. so sure. So first of all, so first of all, why the fuck is he still shitting on Justin and Matt? I, I yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> um... So then he picks Basit, and everyone is shook. Brandon is shook. Basit is shook. The house is shook. Um, and, and then we get to see Jonathan say the most direct, direct line of hypocrisy. This whole time he's been shitting on Justin and Max because he thinks it's purely physical, and Justin is ignoring other emotional connections. And he says about Brandon, literally, he's hot. No, no, no. He says, I got my eye on Brandon's body. Oh, you're right. And, and even... <laughs> Uh, 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 oh. And so I thought, I thought, you know, maybe it was shady editing. Maybe Brandon and Jonathan have been, you know, like best friends close all all season. And then and then we get Aisha even saying <laughs> they've had one fucking convo. What the fuck? Oh, and it's like, man. what the fuck, Jonathan? Like, whatever, whatever. Beyond everything else, how can you just be such a fucking hypocrite? I just I just more than anything feel bad for Basit. Because he took one step back from the legend, then yeeted himself right off of it. I just feel like Basit and Jonathan really had the opportunity to bond and, and feel like Jonathan was seeing them for who they were and, and getting somewhere. And then again, like li exactly the same as last week, just a, nope, yeah, no, that's not, what do you think is happening? I guess isn't happening. Except this time it wasn't just Basit being like sort of blindly into Jonathan. Everybody was ready for this one this time. And and Terrence asked at one point, like, oh, Basit, how do you feel? And his response is great. It's, I'm just ready for them to sit down. So next up is Aisha. And she picks, wait, Mac. Wait, what the fuck? Wild card, bitches. And so, again, everyone's fucking pissed. <laughs> and we don't really get an explanation for that one, I feel like. Nope. Uh, Aisha's just like, oh, yeah, he's hot. And I like him. So then we get Paige, and she picks Amber, and then Nor says some stupid shit. And they're not even dating uh, anymore at this point, are they? Like, yeah, come that's on. The, the best part. The best part was Terrence being like, "Well, Amber, you know, if it was up to you, who would you be standing up here with?" And she goes, "Paige." And Nor just looks like. Ugh. I don't even care if it was true. I feel like Nor just needed was a to great hear line. that. Like she did. Like yeah. that was just the exact right thing to say in the moment. Uh, Kai picks Danny, which, you know, I said episode one, they're the couple who I would most like to see. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I kept trying to find a way. In my notes, I have the, the tape whose couple's sex tape I'd most want to see. But that felt vulgar, <laughs> but I couldn't bring it back. I'm glad that that was your PGified version of it. Well, you know what? I, I don't know if you ever posted it. But the whole Remy thing really got me fucked up on what I'm allowed to say. 
anyways, Kai and Annie, I, I really love aesthetically at the very least both of them, but also I do just kind of genuinely like them both. And I do think they're like, I would love to watch them be in a relationship, whether it would work or not. I don't know. I agree. It seems like it might be cute. I think they're both fun um, and a little out there. And I don't know. I'd be interested in at least yeah. seeing a friendship form there. I feel like they'd be funny yeah. together. Uh, Jenna and Justin. Like, okay. Sure, I mean, we're going leftovers. That makes sense. Well, you know, this is, a, this is one of those situations where, I mean, maybe Jenny could have, Jenny, maybe Jenna could have picked Remy, but like, if she doesn't believe that, that's fine. And, you know, she likes Kyrie, but, you know, she thinks Kylie and Kari are a match. So, you know, she might as well pick the other person who doesn't, like, have a match right now. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. And it worked out, too, because um, next up, Remy picks Basit. I, I just, I like yeah. split the pronunciation down the middle that time. Remy picks Basit, which I can honestly maybe see a little bit. Maybe. I feel I like know. Remy, because both Remy and Basit were like the respective emotional counselors after the whole thing. I feel like right? as much as Remy this... likes to play this certain sort of character, I think there could be potentially a lot of overlap for them. Right. They seem like really good friends at the very least. And hey, that's something. Right. I don't know. I can, I'm. That's another one that I'd like to maybe see get played out a little. Yeah. Um, next up is Kylie and Carrie, who are probably a match, honestly. <laughs> Just based on the fact that they've sat together every fucking week. Their names are too similar. <laughs> uh, also, there is a great thing about Nor didn't even get picked by the girl she cheated with. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Well, and it's because... Because uh, we- Kylie isn't into Nor, and Nor isn't even really that into Kylie. Yeah, just I just wanted to make out. Well, and what's great is that we heard from Carrie too, didn't we? Like one line in the whole thing, and she basically said, "Yeah, I don't think what Kylie did was cheating." It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. You guys are probably a match then. Like, if yeah, this is just Carrie's a total like, non-issue, requires emotions. Yeah, which again, I don't agree with, but that's fine. Like, no, if this is working. Like, if for that's y'all, how you want to have your relationship, dope. Yeah, exactly. Just be on the same page, which apparently they are. So yeah. So then, Jasmine right. and Nora left over. Yeah. Uh, uh, so they get two beams, and I want to punch Terrence in the throat. Why? Because he says that they're stuck. Oh. And, like, they're not. They've picked a variety of different couplings and consistently gotten two beams, which is just inherently a lot of information. Well, and like, especially for this one, it seemed at a certain point almost just scattershot, completely different. And just it felt like they might get a blackout. That. Are we? Right. Are we ready to go into the math? Are you going to tell us what this all means? I am. Let's do it. So get off your ass, let's do some math. Math, 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 math. So, uh, you know, I could talk about the truth booth, but ultimately, whatever, it doesn't change much. What does change a lot is the fact that they got two beams means that there are only 4,300 possibilities left. And this is the fourth week. Yes, uh, they're only doing worse than weeks or than seasons one and four in terms of statistics. So they're doing very well. It's just what that means. Yes. And the other big thing to mention is that Kylie and Carrie have an 81% chance of being each other's match. That's significant. And it's supported by the fact that it seems like they're on the same page. Right. Are there any other notable percentages, like particularly low or high numbers? Uh, I mean, everyone's honestly really low at this point. Hold on, give me a second while I, because I exit out, because I was so confident. Um, I mean, there's, like, a couple other ones that are decent, like, uh, Danny and Kai have a 33% chance. I like that answer. Uh, 
Jonathan and Bassett have a 32%. Oh, that would be... It's because they sat together for both of the first two meetings where they got two beams, and they didn't sit together this time. Okay. Do we have a number on Remy and Bassett? Uh, not that good. Fair enough. Hold on. Remy and Bassett is a 13. It's better. It's actually his second highest one. At 13? Yes. He does not have a lot of math. Well, to be fair, remember, there are... Yeah, Bassett's been into the truth booth with no one. So the only person he's a confirmed no match with is, is, is themselves. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like you could so, say that about everyone. Right. Well, no, but so that means that they have 15 potential matches. So 100% divided 15 per ways is already very thin. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, so that's it. That's the math? That's the math. Math, 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 math. This is a weird thought to come out of the math on because it doesn't have anything to do with anything. But uh, I'm starting to think less and less that Kai and Remy are a match. Yeah. I think Kai is too immature. Yeah, I'll I'll give you that. But anyway, let's talk about the thing that actually happened next. So after the matchup ceremony, it doesn't end. Bassett and Jonathan. Why doesn't it end? <laughs> they need that Emmy. Uh, Bassett and Jonathan have a talk. Sure. And by a talk, I mean, Bassett says, "What the fuck?" Jonathan sort of says, "Yolo," shrug. And Bassett then says, okay, I'm over you. I mean, yeah, it's basically two people who are never dating break up. Well, and, and so here's what I'll say is, is Bassett says that, like, he's like, great, then I'm done. I'm, I'm done with it. And, and Jonathan has a sort of surprised look for a moment. And I think Jonathan might have thought that he could sort of just keep Bassett strung along. And not ever have to sort of, like, like Bassett would always choose him. He would never have to choose Bassett. Yes. And, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if, A, Bassett can stick to what they said. And, B, how Jonathan reacts. Part of me is hoping, and I don't know why, because I really do just want this particular bullshit to end. But part of me is hoping that Jonathan hearing from Bassett that, like, if you're not ever going to pick me, I'm done. Makes Jonathan realize that, like, oh, shit. I don't know. I don't have a follow-up to that, oh, shit. But hopefully they have some kind of realization that, like, they've been really uncool to Basid. Yeah. And I don't dislike Jonathan, but they've been super uncool. Yeah. Uh, Damn it, Jonathan, yeah. you're on watch again. Be nice to Basid. That's my moral. <laughs> well, the, my thing is stop. Like, like honestly, I, it was better last week when Jonathan was just very clearly like, no, I'm not interested in you, in you at all. Whereas this week, Jonathan sort of led Bassett on where he was like, oh, you know, like, you've checked all of my emotional boxes. And they gave that little peck in the truth booth. And Jonathan was even like, oh, yeah, you know, we're probably a match. Yeah, I, yeah. Last week, Basit was fixated on Jonathan more than was fair. This week, Jonathan led Basit on, hands down. I mean, I'm going to throw this in here, and you can choose to edit this out, because I, I never watched the previews for next week. Oh, I didn't. I skipped them, so don't tell me. 
Okay. Well, then don't go on the subreddit because it's all that everyone's talking about. Oh, then I guess I'll see it. So you might as well say it. Apparently, someone mentioned something about a five sum next week. Like, I think one, it's the, the, the next week on suggests that a five way happens. And I hate that they keep calling it a five way because that's just an orgy at that point. More than four. Yeah. So, anyways, an orgy. And everyone's speculating on who's in it, but whatever. I'll put money on Remy. <laughs> Same. And Kai. And Kai. And Jenna. And Carrie. Hold on. Hold on. We're building this list out way easier than I thought we would. <laughs> and Kylie. She's the one who said that for her DM, she just went with those vulgar things about how she loves to lick things. No, that was Kylie. I told you their names no, are too Carrie. similar. Yes. And you think you know their names better than me, Taylor? I thought I knew their names just period, but I'm, I don't know which one is which. No, this, this bit has gone on too long and it's not funny anymore. Yep. We're done. And it ends with Taylor not knowing who these people are. <laughs> just, add, <laughs> just add all of this out. Aubrey, do you want to close out the show? What's the moral of this week? Uh, the moral is attacking someone's physical looks is fucking stupid. Attacking things that they cannot physically change about themselves is dumb. Like, like there's a way to critique people and even be mean about it and critique actual things that they can, tr- can control in their lives, like their attitude and their actions. But to critique, you know, how someone's look, their neck, their race, their, their sexual identity, it's it just, it, it's petty and it's stupid and it makes you look like a fucking asshole. So are you saying the moral is don't attack the body, attack the mind? Yes, yeah, psychic damage is always better. Thank you for listening to the Boom Boom Room. I've been your host, Taylor. I've been your slowly getting better co-host, Aubrey. Oh, and if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes. Everybody asks for it, so I'm assuming it makes a difference. Uh, we're on Reddit as TBBR underscore podcast. We have a subreddit, and we're also active in the Are You The One subreddit. Find us there. If you have any thoughts, questions, comments, things in general... Feel free to send us a message or email us or write us. Until next week, I've been Taylor. You already did that. I know, but it works better here. So I'm going to cut the first one. And I've been Aubrey, your other co-host. He's sick. A little bit. Do we have a punch out? We don't have a punch out. I think music fades up. Yeah.